1: Coming in live, 9 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and we've got all sorts of wacky stuff at Game That Tune for you. That's right, we've got a wacky all Sega episode coming for you because John Regan. Who's about to say hey was the champion last week? Say hey.
2: Hey. Also, it's day. It's uh, Eastern Daylight Time, not Eastern Savings Time. Don't standard correct time. that I part, John. I time. Yeah, it's not. It's, it's daylight time.
1: What is it? Standard. Standard.
3: No, daylight.
1: But EST, <laughs> EDT, e- we're at
2: daylight sorry, Hey, so John, no one gives a the fuck theme. what
3: time it is. They give a fuck that you didn't win the show. This this episode is not John's doing. <laughs> that's so, right. That's a good start, guys. I was trying
2: to distract from <laughs> the truth.
3: <laughs> trying to take See, some that's credit what and all Blast
1: processing just fucked everything <laughs> all up. <Ugh. laughs>
3: so um yeah, okay. You want to do it but again, yeah,
1: Jesse? <laughs> David is the uh, actual winner. Say hey. Hello. And uh, we got John. Say hey. <laughs> he looks
3: furious. This is wonderful. Oh, I'm good, man. Yeah. Okay, cool. I, I turned over the hosting <laughs> reins to you for a reason. Hey guys, what's going on? So
1: yeah,
4: we got some. Uh, some David, why did you pick Sega? Um, I kind of wanted to play one game in particular. And it happens to be made by Sega, so it seemed like a good way to do it. Mm. So
1: selfishness. Wonderful.
4: <laughs> Alright, basically. basically. Uh, Johnny, do you have anything to
1: say about Sega before we kick this off?
2: Fucking I love it. <laughs> end of okay. yep, end so of let's, bit.
0: <laughs> let's get into it. Game one. <laughs>
3: All right. So, you know that moment that everybody has playing Game That Tune where they realize they forgot to look up trivia? <laughs> uh, that's uh, that's where I'm at. Um, so this is a really uh, fascinating game. Um, the main character of this game can attack by shooting magic from his hands. And uh, he can use a scarf as a grappling item to uh, grab onto hooks and uh, reach higher platforms. Piece of trivia that uh, was just uh, brought up in the chat. If you want, sure. So the name of the developer of this game is also in the title of this game. Hmm. Is that uh, helping you? It does. I think you're, I think you're past the point of being able to Google effectively. So, uh, you know, yeah. yeah, as you're holding up your answers, I don't think is, you know uh, how good
2: I am at Googling. I uh, am Google. Man.
3: Uh, let's see. David says Castle of Illusion, which is incorrect. Jesse says Strider 2. Incorrect, though I love Strider's scarf. And uh, John Regan says Michael Jackson's Batman, <laughs> which is, uh, the, maybe the closest, uh, just based on the general... <laughs> no, not a cha-ching, though. Hey! <laughs> uh, Not that close. Yeah, not no, not, close. <laughs> not in any way close. This is McDonald's Treasure Land Adventure uh, for the Sega Genesis. <laughs> um... Starring Ronald McDonald, famous scarf-wearer, am I right? Also famous video That's game developer. That's definitely the first thing I think of. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> um, has anybody played uh, this McDonald's uh, game, this very strange Sega game starring Ronald McDonald?
4: I was unaware there was a McDonald's game outside of MC Kids.
3: Mmm. Yeah. Well, what about there? the
4: one where you clean up the uh, environment, globe, something?
3: Yeah. um... Fuck.
4: I was not aware of that
3: one. It's the it's the MC Kids sequel. You're playing as like it's like uh it's like MC Kids X. You know, it's a uh, 16-bit MC Kids where you're cleaning up the environment. Uh, Global yeah, Gladiator. That an MC
4: Kids sequel.
3: Fuck yeah, they did Global Gladiators.
2: Man, I was hoping MC Kids X. Like, you're making me think of that game Revolution X. Like, it's uh, also shooter. Good. yeah, <laughs> yeah, shooter with agree.
3: McDonald's. Wait, is that the Aerosmith game? <laughs> yes. yes.
4: Maybe also if, if it MCDs was like CDs at people. Yeah, you should if, if MC at kids, kids X was just like a first-person rail shooter where you shoot fries at people, I was going to yes. say cheeseburgers. <laughs> uh, you
3: know, any of that, that would like be CDs. Uh, that'd be a better McDonald's tie-in than this game. This game. um... There's very little McDonald's about this game. Because, um, I I don't know I was looking around trying to find out like was this like a like originally some other game that they decided to make a Ronald McDonald game out of? Like and I couldn't find anything like that. It seems like this is just somebody's, you know, vision for a Ronald McDonald game. And it's fucking bizarre. Like, yeah uh, it's McDonald, it's Ronald McDonald wandering around like a magical land. And he finds a piece of paper, and, oh, look, it's a treasure map. And so he just thinks, oh, I'm going to go find the rest of this treasure map. I wonder where I can find it. And so wherever he wanders, he ends up having to fight somebody and get pieces of a treasure map. And it feels weird being Ronald McDonald and, like, fighting things. Like, <laughs> I don't know, man. He's just kind of uh, he's a clown mascot that raises awareness for hamburgers. He's not really somebody who should be fighting anything (laughs) like even even in an indirect non-violent McDonald's kind of way of shooting magic beams out of his hands like it's very odd (laughs) like I can't imagine any other corporate mascot having a game like this trying to think of another corporate mascot that would be a better like replacement than this I mean like maybe Mr. Clean like uh, his whole thing's being kind of buff Uh, what about
1: Captain Crunch
3: Dude, a Captain Crunch game would be fucking great. There is a pirate. I mean, he's already le- a <laughs> captain.
1: <laughs> there's a pirate
3: level in this game too. Like, uh, yeah, um, yeah, I guess cereal mascots would be pretty good. Like, uh, like that fucking sugar bear, or like uh, two cans. <laughs> no, I <or> just <laughs> realized
4: that the uh, the Lucky Charms leprechaun. There's your magic shooting platformer hero.
3: Yeah, there you go. You know, fucking, and he could be collecting his Lucky Charms which would make more sense than what's going on in this game. You're, uh, you know, you're wandering around a magical forest, uh, and first level's a magical forest. Everything's called magical something. So it's magical forest, magical city, which is a train level, uh, (laughs) magical sea, which is a a water level, and then you end up on a ship, and magical moon... Uh, which is just about the fucking weirdest approximation of the moon ever. Like, the moon covered in fucking forests and asteroids and... I don't even know, man. You know, so it's it's now, a magical moon, so...
1: Is every- there a magical red light district?
3: That would be interesting, and I think Ronald would be a patron of it. He, yeah, uh, <laughs> He's an interesting guy. Um. Also, wait, wait, are the up. other sorry, McDonald's characters
1: there... Like Mary McCheese and, and the Fry Guys and Grimace and stuff.
3: The, fr- the Fry Guys do eventually turn up, and you do run into one McDonald's character per level. Uh, in the first level, it's like you're inside a cave or whatever, and then for some reason there's a hidden bunker, and you go inside of it, and the hamburger's hanging out watching TV. And he's just like, hey, yo, what's up, Ronald, I'll give you a hint if you give me some of your jewels. And so you give him some jewels, Whoa. and he gives you a hint. Yeah, Okay, so, no, that's all, you know, I'm getting way too far ahead. You're collecting flowers, and bags of money, and jewels in this game, and, (laughs) like, it, and then I can't remember what any of them do, they eventually, like, they make your beams larger or more powerful, and then, like, the jewels, when you're fighting bosses, the bosses try to eat your jewels... And that's the only time the bosses are vulnerable? Like, the bosses, like, shoot a beam at you and try to, like, suck one of your jewels out. (laughs) And then, like, while they're chewing it up, you can fucking hit them. Like, (laughs) it's really weird and a bizarre mechanic, and it's just made all the more weird by it being Ronald McDonald. (laughs) Like, he should be collecting happy meals and, like, ketchup and, you know, I don't even know what, like... Something
4: more Those generic. old
1: McDonald's like. cookies that came in the Happy Meals that looked like yeah. Barbie and stuff.
3: <laughs> you should be collecting a, a Transformers and a Barbie. <laughs> yeah, you know, like yes. uh, just you know, something, something happy, more Happy Meal. Anything more McDonald's than this? It's very, very odd. David, I'd, you look like would... you're dying to say something. <laughs>
4: I would. I would really like to go back to the prospect of a a red light district level, because I would would like to understand how Ronald McDonald doesn't seem like the type of person who could be in a fight, but does seem like the type of person that would frequent a prostitute. He's down Uh, to clown.
3: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Dude, yeah, he's a fucking clown. Like, you don't know what he's about. He's a fucking, you know, he's an enigma wrapped in a one-piece outfit. Like...
4: (laughs) Like yeah, it's this game with Ronald McDonald. He shouldn't be fighting anybody. What if there's a red light district? Oh, Ronald is all about that shit. Yeah, he'll what? take
3: it. He'll fight for his money back. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's bizarre, man. It's uh, it's really something. It's fun though. That's the thing. It's it's developed by Treasure, um, who have developed other good Sega games uh, that I'm blanking on right now, like Gunstar Heroes and something else.
4: And uh, uh what the hell was it named? Was it Guardian Heroes? Guardian. To beat Legend? him up on S- yeah, Sega yeah. Saturn?
3: Sure. And, and uh like, Alien don't Soldier. Don't ask don't ask me about Sega Saturn. Alien Soldier, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it's it's got a good like game pedigree and the the game's actually fun, it's just very odd that it's McDonalds. Like it's just it feels weird playing this fucking Ronald McDonald doing anything. He's got, you know. It's not as funny as I remembered it being like I played a little bit before the show. I, I remembered him having almost like a Treasure Master level stupid walking animation. And, you know, he doesn't have that. But he definitely walks with his legs fully spread. And then whenever he jumps, his legs spread even further. And then when there's an animation, he jumps and his legs spread. And then when he's falling, his legs spread like to an unnatural Almost like you know, back in like like all the way out thing. So he's just there's a lot of lot of lot of splits in this game, and I don't know that McDo- Ronald McDonald's a split kind of guy. Like, almost makes it seem like it should have been a John Claude Van Damme game where jean Claude Van Damme gets transported in some kind of terrifying cartoon world, you know. But uh, then they couldn't get that the rights I would to play Van Damme. You couldn't get the right to couldn't get the rights to Van Damme, so they replaced him with uh, with Ronald McDonald, the only logical replacement. But, uh, yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> it's really something. But, yeah, uh, so you run into the hamburglar, and he's in a secret bunker just watching TV and doing nothing. Uh, you run into Birdie, she's been kidnapped by circus folk, uh, because the second level, Magical City, you're on a train, and it's full of circus animals. Uh, and then you have to rescue Birdie from them. And then, uh, Grimace, you find him on the, uh, on the ship in the water level, and he's like, Drowning in like ankle deep water, and he's like, "Duh, Ronald, give me some jewels," you know? <laughs> and I mean it literally because his dialogue box says, "Duh, Ronald, I'm, you know, I'm so tired, I'm drowning here. I need some jewels. Like, jewels can break Birdie out of a cage. They can stop Grimace from being an idiot, and you know they get the Hamburglar to fucking snitch on people. It's uh, <laughs> the jewels, man. They're powerful. <laughs> like Hamburglar tells you how to kill the boss." like you gotta let him suck one of your jewels out (laughs) robble robble (laughs) (laughs) Uh, that fucking Hamburglar Um, it sounds to me like uh, he's
4: already dead
3: (laughs) (laughs) then you blast off to the moon your ship crashes Uh, you know I'm just spoiling the whole game here by the way (laughs) you go to the moon you get to the final fucking uh, boss and you defeat him and you, you know he's like fine you beat me you can have my treasure and Ronald goes nah man I don't want you, treasure. We just need to figure out a way to get home. We crashed our ship. And he's like, oh, cool. Uh, I can get you home. And he opens up the treasure chest, and it's like the Bifrost. It's like a rainbow fucking bridge back to whatever planet Ronald McDonald's from, and everybody just goes back home. And it's like, the end. I'm like, so... Is the minute. boss the
1: Burger King or like uh, Dave Thomas he, or something like that? No, he's
3: a, he's like a weird non sequitur moon monster. The bosses in this game are bizarre. The first level, Is it, the first uh, level, it's, it seems like you're going to get into a McDonald's kind of thing because you're fighting a giant tomato, and it's like okay, you know, here it comes. I'm finally in in the restaurant business. I got the tomato. No, yeah. <laughs> After that, the, like in the city level, you're fighting like a spaceship. And the, you know, water level... I can't even remember what you're fighting. Oh, wait, no. Actually, the water level's got the creepiest boss ever. He's a pirate captain, and his head is just a set of lips. Like, it's gross. (laughs) (laughs) That's unsettling. It is really unsettling, because eventually you knock his head off, and you see the little eyes that are hidden behind the lips. The game's disturbing you guys, I'm trying to tell you. Like, it's fucking bizarre. (laughs) And so... And then you go to the moon and you fight this nonsense moon monster. And is then the game's it the over.
1: moon dude that played the piano and stuff in the old commercials?
4: Oh, Mac Tonight?
3: Yeah, Mac Tonight. I cannot say with certainty that it isn't, but it doesn't seem like it is. <laughs> like Did he have it's... sunglasses? No. He's more like a fucking like a lizard creature, so Okay, that's way different. Yeah. So uh It's, uh, it's really fucking something. It's a fun game, short, fairly easy, though apparently you can crank up the difficulty. And, yeah, it's developed by Treasure, so it's got that obnoxious Sega soundtrack that's just so, like, so fun and dated. You know, like, it's, uh, I just keep saying it's really something. You know, you guys should, I honestly recommend playing it. You can beat it in, like, 30 minutes, and it's pretty fucking fun. (laughs) Like, and, you know. It, the beauty is, it's a it's a fun game, and it, it makes me even less interested in going and getting like some McDonald's afterward. It's not like they're throwing fries at you or like, oh, collect all the quarter pounders, Ronald. Like, nah, it's just uh, it's a clown game, and he's a clown. It's you know the fact that it's a McDonald's thing is largely irrelevant. So you can play it and then continue on not eating McDonald's like most adults do, and uh, you're good to go. So yeah, love me a uh, Big Mac. You know, I still do every now and then, too. But, you know, this game did nothing to advert... That's that's the weirdest thing about this. This game really does nothing to push McDonald's on you. I think when you beat a boss, or, like, maybe it's just your idle standing animation, Ronald goes like, and makes an M with his hands. And other than that, it ain't a McDonald's game. (laughs) Like, uh, it's, uh, it's really fucking weird, and everybody should play it. I think I've talked way too long about it. <laughs> so uh... Sounds like you're loving it. Uh but up but butt, ba
0: Game two.
2: So, fun little fact about this game, Um, Sega released a free DLC for this game, a Sanic t-shirt. My finger on the hat trick button. We've got Sonic Forces, Sonic Forces, and Sonic Odyssey, same thing. (laughs) This is Sonic Forces. (laughs) It sure is, John. It sure is.
1: (laughs) Tell us all your
3: favorite things about it. Exactly. Go nuts.
2: So this was a fan request, although I forgot who placed it. Was it Direcrow that placed it? Direcrow on Twitter? No. (laughs) I feel like a lot of people have
0: No,
4: I think (laughs) this was Equidem. Yeah, it was.
2: Okay. Yeah, Equidem87 on Twitter. Um, At least I think that's his username. Uh, I always just call him Equidem. It is. But yeah, this is Sonic Forces, the first game that lets you bring your Sonic OC to life. Uh, which to me is the major selling feature, I think, because honestly, most modern Sonic games I don't care for them. But if I can take my original characters and b- may play as them, um, that definitely speaks to you know fourth grade John Who was coming up with his own Sonic the Hedgehog characters way back when. Like this touches a part of me like way deep down that uh.
3: Give us your uh, give us your top ten original characters, there, John.
2: One was a rhino. Uh, Who could break through boulders, much like Knuckles breaks through walls, but this is before Knuckles existed, so he was pretty original. Uh, (laughs) That's it. That's the only character I came up with way back when. (laughs) Awesome. Awesome. Uh yeah, so have you guys uh we, this has been a frequent request on our twenty-four seven uh video stream on youtube.com slash game that soon. Um mm-hmm. we've had uh, nice a, couple, plug. a couple people, or maybe just one very persistent person who really wants us to have this, so we've now had it on the show, so now it could be on the stream. And um
3: That's why we're doing this. <laughs> yeah. For one YouTube kid to shut up. <laughs> um. <laughs> Yeah.
1: Well, it's better than blocking them like the thousand-year door. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> that kid deserved to be blocked, man. You know, I don't know how many times I have to tell you that you can't punch in an abbreviation and have it work. And we don't even have the game in the street. Like, you know, you're too fucking stupid to wrap your head around that. You're out. So, <laughs> whatever. Uh, you want to just make this a segment to talk about like annoying people on the uh, GTT radio stream because I got one from today that I was just like, you know, foaming at the mouth about. <laughs>
4: <laughs> well, sure. before we move on to before we move on to that, um, I was kind of hoping this game would be good, and I was sad <laughs> that it wasn't. Yeah, because the like classic Sonic, modern Sonic team up like that worked really well in Sonic Generations, and the make your own character who has like a grapple hook and like kind of explores more like okay it's a whole different playstyle like I I actually could see this working and then it didn't and it kind of made me sad
3: (laughs) (laughs) reports came in that the game didn't
4: work and here we all are (laughs) um Everything that I saw about from reviewers was, like, the modern Sonic, you can literally just hold run and beat every stage. You don't have to do anything. You can just boost every way. And I do remember them releasing a demo, and the demo was timed, and you got, like, one minute to play, and then the demo would end. You could, like, play the demo multiple times, but you got to play one minute of this game. And let me guess, you could beat the entire game in one minute... No, a lot of times you couldn't beat a single stage. You'd get like (laughs) three quarters of the way through a stage and then it would just fade to black and say thank you for playing. (sighs) You know, though,
2: I wish that they would release demos where you only get to play for one minute once.
0: (laughs) (laughs)
3: Exactly. Here's just a little taste. (laughs) If you get to play it for two minutes, you're going to realize this game sucks. (laughs) 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 Oh, no. (laughs) We overexposed everybody. Self, we, uh, I, I feel like self-destructing hand. demos yeah.
2: are the way of the future. You, you play it once, it deletes itself. Inspector Gadget. <laughs>
3: yeah. Uh, the little guy gives you a demo in the bathroom trash can, and then you, know, you play the demo for a minute. You crumble it up and you throw it away, and then it blows him up in a comedic <laughs> manner. So, yeah. Chief Quimby needs to handle the demos. <laughs>
0: That's <laughs> right.
3: I just brought Inspector Gadget into this. <laughs> yeah. I'm doing everything I can to non-sequitur away from Sonic Forces. I was ironically asking John to choose it for this uh, for every episode since it's been released. This game looks like dog shit. Like, <laughs> 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 like, I, I really, I hey, don't, do we have the hot take button. I don't like making game that to a That's why I'm saying it. That's why I'm saying it with these inflections. Like, you know, it's not for me. It looks like shit. So, yeah, man.
4: It's for somebody out there.
3: Yeah. Maybe? Exactly. Props to you if this game is for you, if this scratches your itch, or if you've just, you know, this is exactly what you've been looking for, really, really happy for you. For the rest of us that were just waiting for a decent Sonic game, really fucking happy about Sonic Mania. (laughs) Like, uh, Because, yeah, it's almost like releasing those in the same year just brought everything about this like, every bad thing about this into like uh, sharp contrast with a fantastic fucking Sonic game. <laughs> like, it, hey look, we can do this in perfectly.
0: I
4: think they were released also, like this. a month apart.
3: Yeah, yeah like, a month or two. You know? And I also love that this was like, the return to form for 3D Sonic, you know, and it's released right next to Super Mario Odyssey, so like, Switch people, nah, we're not doing that. <laughs> like, no, we're good. We got uh, we've got the like 3D platforming thing covered with this good, competent game, more than competent, exceedingly good. Yeah, Sonic Forces. No. <laughs> like, ugh. Um. Yeah, John, you you gotta have at least like 10, 15, 20 more minutes of hot takes related to this, don't you?
2: Uh, no. That's it.
3: Who are your favorite uh, Sonic side
2: characters? Yeah. Oh, man. Probably Big the Cat. Um, There's a ROM hack. Like legit, Like, legit.
1: Come
2: on. No, so actually, there's a ROM hack that's really fun of Sonic 1 called Big's Fishing Derby, and it's a totally different game. I don't know how the hell it's still considered Sonic 1 at all, but you're Big the Cat (laughs) fishing. And it's pretty... It's actually way more fun than the fishing games on the Sega Dreamcast, you know, Sonic Adventure. Um... But no, as far as a favorite side character goes, I mean, I've always really liked Knuckles a lot. Knuckles is really cool. Um, he wears those way different is shoes. He a side character? What's that?
3: Is he really a side character? He's in the title of one of the games.
2: Yeah. I guess I don't or like. He's any a co-star. Of, I guess I don't like any of the side characters. then, to be totally honest,
1: <laughs> like.
4: <laughs> Have you? <laughs> Got him. <laughs> Have you guys seen that Sonic Boom cartoon? Mm. I haven't watched it, but I've heard it's actually really funny. Like, yeah, Robotnik is freaking
1: hilarious. <laughs> like, Robotnik is hilarious. The one I go, my, I think the biggest complaint I have, which is weird because it's a Sonic Boom cartoon, but is they made Knuckles like an idiot. Like, not just like he's like just an idiot, but he says like stupid stuff all the time. Like, oh, which one of my ears do I put the toothbrush? And it's like just really dumb things like that and you're like this is knuckles what have you done to him and but everything else is kind of okay and robotnik is funny
3: it's- yeah don't you know jesse the things that people that are big and strong are dumb you know haven't you ever seen you know, like a cartoon before you can't have a strong character who you know doesn't just like derp his way through life come on <laughs> that would yeah. make him too cool can't be strong and you know coherent. Yeah, Jeez. yeah. I just feel like
1: he's too dumb. Like he could be <laughs> like goofy, like like he could be like Putty from Seinfeld. That would be awesome. It <laughs> would be but, like good. <laughs> But like this character that he is is like, oh, I hate him. Like What
3: about like Belmont from Captain and Dumb?
4: Ooh. I don't I, know that he was dumb, he was more just vain. Yeah, I, I know, which
3: Belmont. was, I think, just a dumb, t- like, idea for that character. Like, let's make him Belmont a pilot and vane Like, well, that's dumb. Right? Why would that be Belmont? Ah, forget it. <laughs> so, yeah, Fane, you can be sorry. dumb in conception. Ugh, <laughs> oh, Jesus. Um, yeah, I don't want to shit on Sonic Forces too much. I'm sure somebody enjoys it. John, you, you know, you had to get the fan request together. Was the soundtrack good? Yeah, soundtrack's actually pretty good.
2: I was yeah, enjoying cool. it. So pretty good music. There's nope. a lot of it. I think the file I downloaded was like four gigs of flack or something crazy like that. Jesus um, God. So um, was... okay.
3: And are we talking good, good, or are we talking like Sonic R, good? Uh, good, good. <laughs> uh, this is not Sonic R. <laughs> this is it's not a ironic nineties appreciation. Good.
2: Yeah, well, Sonic R. You hated at the time, but now you love it for some reason. This is actually just kind of good from the get go. Yeah. <laughs>
3: it's. Uh yeah okay I'll take good-ish cool well yeah you know get it loaded in the radio stream we'll find that Sonic shitlord that wouldn't stop requesting it they'll uh they'll fucking finally subscribe to the channel I mean Jesus Christ that's all we're doing we're going individual like have you shown up to the YouTube stream and tried to request something we've got you in like two or three months we'll get you and
4: then you'll subscribe that's gonna be great man we're chasing that monetization um, I want to go back through this episode and pull the clip of John saying I don't want to make Game That Tune a negative show and have that on the soundboard every time he says, like, yeah, for that shitty asshole, uh, I don't want to make this a negative show. What? I, he's, I didn't
3: say anything, you know, Sonic Shitlord with any negative connotations to it. <laughs> yeah. <though>. No. <Nope. laughs> the guy just shows up and keeps asking for Sonic Forces. It's a- It's not there. The, the robot encourages him to peruse the catalog, look and see if Sonic Force is in there. Oh, it's not there. Maybe I'll stop requesting it. Nope, I'll just come back and request it again. Sonic Shitlord
2: is a term of endearment. I would love it if somebody called me <laughs> Sonic Shitlord. I think that's what I'm going to go change my Twitter handle to right now.
1: I think you or should. Or you can make your OC uh, that name. Ooh, yeah, even better. <laughs>
3: Exactly, Sanic shitlord. <laughs> um, so yeah, awesome request, awesome game, and awesome tunes. And uh, oh yeah, uh, you know I'll edit in a conversation about me shitting all over that other requester after the end of the show. So Johnny, let's uh, let's move on, man. What do we got coming up?
0: Game three. <laughs>
2: This is one of the few games in the Dreamcast library to make extensive use of the Dreamcast keyboard controller. Who's got some answers? Wait on John.
3: Oh, shut up.
2: Also, my cat definitely just came out of the litter box and smells like it. Why are you bringing that up on stream, man? What are you doing?
1: bonus trivia for the night. We've got the Typing uh, of
2: the Dead and the Typing of the Dead from David and Jesse, which is correct, and John has Phantasy Star Online version 2, which is incorrect. My Star cat's line, ass
3: smells like cat ass.
2: <laughs> well, Phantasy Star Online supported the keyboard, the Typing of the Dead requires the keyboard in order to play it.
3: Mm. Well, since I've never heard of that game, Oh. Uh, uh, so the Typing
2: <laughs> of the Dead is a modification of the ha- House of the Dead 2. House of the Dead 2 is one of those arcade light gun games where you're just sh- blasting away at zombies. Uh, the Typing of the Dead replaces the light gun with a keyboard. And they actually, have they have an arcade variant of this, where it's an arcade cabinet with a keyboard that you type on. And, oh, Jesus. and you have to basically, as, you, uh, as zombies approach you, words appear on screen, and you have to type the word correctly to get rid of the zombie. So it's kind of like an entertainment game. Not that far off from Mario Teaches Typing, but way cooler. <laughs> so the guys in the game have... <laughs> really? uh, in the original game, they're walking around with guns, you know? In this game, they're walking around with Dreamcasts on their back with, like, some batteries and a little keyboard uh, in front of them, like, stra- attached to, like, some Beautiful. suspenders. And uh, they're running around typing things. And then the uh, the various zombie characters have... Um, had their had like all of them had weapons like axes you know things like that they've all been replaced with like harmless objects like like carrots and tennis balls and things like that (laughs) it's great
4: (laughs) john is not having it no i
3: just i can't even wrap my mind around this idea like what
2: I, would, I wish uh, I could have played this in the arcade. I would love to walk... Like, if you look at the pictures of the arcade cabinet, it's hilarious, because it's an arcade cabinet, and there's just, like, two keyboards
3: sitting there. <laughs> like, <laughs> I know, that's really funny. Like,
4: <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why would they do that? I didn't even oh, realize geez. this got an arcade yeah. release. That's insane.
3: Uh, it'd oh, be so funny God. if, like, just the words you had to type were just like, Oh,
4: fuck, fuck, fuck! <laughs> <laughs> like
3: yeah, yeah, words that you would say if you really saw
1: zombies. Exactly. Oh okay.
3: shit! Oh, oh shit! Uh,
1: zombies! <laughs> you
3: know, oh, grandma, you're alive! Uh, <laughs> you know, fucking, why are you eating me? <laughs> John Smith, 1882.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I want to, but I want nah, to say it's, a it's like a standard <laughs> typing, like teaching tool. So the words are like, "ape," "pass," like very simple words with all the keys close to each other so you can learn how to type. So you just have these zombies coming at you with just random completely non-related words above them. Well no, so sections of
2: them are themed. Like you'll have a bunch of zombies where all their words are flowers. Um, I was
4: literally about to say, the picture on Wikipedia,
3: it's a zombie like slashing at the screen and it just says daffodil. And then there's another one behind and it says snapdragon. I'm like what the fuck, man? (laughs) Why? <laughs> uh, oh. I'm fascinated. This is I feel like this there's is peak This too. is peak Sega. This is 1998 Ugh. Sega. Like it's so great. Yeah. Sure is. Oh, there's the arcade cabinet. Look, it really just does have two like gray keyboards <laughs> on it. What the hell? <laughs>
2: Uh, and well, apparently, there's awesome. different there's different endings because I think with the when you fight the bosses, I think they're asking you questions and you have to type the answer. And there's different endings based on how truthful you are in answering the questions. What? Yes, I'm not. This one I'm a little fuzzy on, but from what I read, like it, it if you answer with a bunch of like nonsense or lies, you get like a uh, ending called the Superman ending, where somebody just kind of flies away like Superman, basically. <laughs> awesome. Whereas like the ending you get if you answer correctly or truthfully, like one of the characters kills himself for something. It's really weird. I
3: don't really understand the I mean logic. what are the
2: questions
3: being asked? I don't get like you know. What's your favorite color? Green. Bullshit, Superman ending. You know. I'm <laughs> out of here. How bitch <laughs> <eat> your dick.
0: <laughs> uh, what the
3: hell? Um Huh. Yeah, weird. Reading yeah, read but... about the endings, the explosion ending. The character defeats the Emperor and then sees Goldman committing suicide by falling off the building. An explosion is seen as Goldman hits the ground. The ending is achieved by typing honest answers to the questions during the boss fight. Uh, okay. The bungee ending, similar to the first, but a bungee cord can be seen attached to Goldman's leg. So he returns where he was and then belches. This <laughs> ending is achieved by typing a combination of honest and untruthful or strange answers to the questions. And the Superman ending, similar to the first. But as Goldman bids farewell to the narrator, he raises his hands and rises into the sky, achieved by typing untruthful answers. Like, what?
4: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I just, uh... I don't remember what game it was. Because I feel like there were, um, a couple Dreamcast games... That had multiple endings, and some
0: of them were weird. And it was fun.
4: Uh, oh, it was Silent Hill, the original Silent Hill. There's an optional ending where a bunch of aliens will just beam down and like abduct you at the end of the game, oh, great. just completely out of nowhere.
3: Sure, why not?
1: <laughs> One of the other Silent Hill endings involves like a corgi. That's no, a corgi or a no, it's a Shiba Inu who's been like running the whole thing. Nice. <laughs> and it's and I think there's like a song and stuff. I wish four
4: games would do that have optional endings and have one ending that's just batshit insane.
3: Yeah. I think plenty of games have done that and I can't name any off the top of my head, but yeah. Actually, maybe I'm just thinking Earthworm Jim. Oh, whatever. Uh, it says here also this was released for iOS back in 2012 so if this is still an app, I'm going to find it in the App Store and I'm going to play this stupid-ass game tonight. <laughs> like, <laughs> I am so thrown for a loop by this game like so is know, this your I, first time i barely knew it. there was a keyboard thing for the for the dreamcast i knew it was there for like fantasy star but i didn't think that they would make a keyboard peripheral and then use it in such a way like oh that sega hubris is just it oh it hurts man <laughs> like i'm glad i uh... couldn't have thought this was gonna succeed
2: I'm, I'm glad I got to teach you about this game. I'm, like, everyone should know about this game. This is an important piece of gaming history.
4: Is it? It's good. Well, that's one of the things that I love about Sega is, especially, like, in the Dreamcast era, like, they would just throw everything against the wall. Like, Sega was always ready to experiment and do weird-ass shit.
1: Yeah, listen, mm-hmm. is... Seaman, for instance. Is a keyboard... Oh, man, I was really hoping I could find some music for that game. <laughs> and I didn't. <laughs> but yeah, Man is fucking amazing.
2: Is a keyboard controller nice. that fundamentally different than having a user need to play with a guitar controller? Like, I argue no. I argue that they were ahead of the game in ha- making games that require specialty controllers. <laughs>
3: I would argue that your argument is absurd. <laughs> 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 they had to retrofit this game with characters wielding keyboards. Yeah. Guitar Hero was made with a guitar in mind. House of the Dead was made as, as a zombie-killing game. You can't kill a zombie with a keyboard. Therefore, this is absurd.
4: <laughs> like, I mean, yeah. you can. It just depends
1: how hard yeah, you swing it. Yeah, okay. You have to have <laughs> also had those... Uh, uh, fishing peripherals, so the controller was just like a, a reel and you could actually spin the thing to,
3: Yeah, to do the, the fishing stuff. <laughs> you see how that works out for Nintendo in a couple of weeks here, man Nintendo Labo's coming with that, uh, that you know, fishing rod, you know uh, Yeah, it's like everybody forgot about the Dreamcast, baby, and then Nintendo's like, well, okay It won't hurt so bad if we make it out of cardboard. Like, how's our bottom line looking? Good? Good. Release the cardboard <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Jesus you know, if they can make some cardboard maracas and bring back a Switch Someday Amigo, we're really in business. But, uh, you know, fucking Amen. man. Um, I'm not upset by this choice. I'm just terribly confused. Like, <laughs> this is my confusion voice, John. What the hell is this? <laughs> it's, it's great.
2: It's my uh. game.
3: <laughs> it's, uh, man, it's late 90s Sega, alright. So, um, anyway, yeah, anything else, uh, anything else to say about, uh, the you know the typing of the dead apparently that's the full title good god
2: (laughs) uh no i say let's move on
0: game four
1: Right. Uh so in a lot of reviews from the time and in retrospect, this game is cited for being one of the best games on the Genesis. An 8-bit port was released for the Game Gear, which itself served as the basis for a Master System port released exclusively in Brazil. Alright, guys, let's see some answers. Oh, man. Johnny's holding his out. We got David. Ooh, wow. We got uh, John with World of Illusions starring Ronaldo. <laughs> nope. Uh, we got Virtual Fighter from David. Nope. And we got Dynamite Heady from Johnny. That is correct. This game, guys, has anyone here played Dynamite Heady?
3: Counting on John on I've this one.
1: Played a little. Yeah, I'll... It is a, a treasure game. You played, Johnny?
2: Briefly. Just that Master System Brazil version.
1: No. <laughs> oh, really? You played that version? No. <laughs> <laughs> that would be... Uh... Yeah, that's pretty cool. Brazil loves their Sega games, that's for sure.
3: Yeah, that's a fascinating fucking rabbit hole to dive down. The fact that, like, they've been releasing, like, new master systems in Brazil as recently as, like, 2005 or something, like... Yeah, you know, that country really likes their Sega somehow. <laughs> like,
4: yeah, they also got yeah. a lot of exclusive... apparently it has something to do with like import tariffs. Like for some reason, Sega products weren't as expensive as like Nintendo or Sony products. Huh. Yeah, I do know Brazil
2: was known for having their consoles last way longer. Like they were making, you know, Master System games for Brazil way late. You know, way after everyone else had stopped and um there were genesis ports that were exclusive to brazil like i think there's a genesis version of duke nukem 3d that was only released in brazil and it was
3: terrible (laughs) (laughs) hey but i mean it was theirs man cool let them have their fun Uh, (laughs) but yeah um you know it just makes me think of like a weird like country where like they just choose the wrong technology like (laughs) <laughs> yeah, you know, in, in Argentina, you know, all they have is we also beta. like
1: Betamax. <laughs> yeah, uh, we got some HD DVDs over there. Exactly. Uh, what else?
0: H <laughs> <I think>. tapes.
3: <laughs> uh, you know, the Atari Jaguar is big and fucking like chilly. Oh, you know, God, like, no! Not, they're why not? A not? World country.
0: <laughs> Uh, the yeah, 3DO <laughs> did So, uh, Dynamite result. Heady,
3: man, I, I know the name and I know something-ish about it, but uh, go for it, Jesse or John. Let's, uh, what are you It's a
1: treasure game, so typically treasure games are pretty awesome. This is a really good platformer, um, through this guy, Dynamite Heady, he's like a puppet or something, and, like, you throw your head as a weapon, and you can get power-ups to turn your head into other stuff, which is, like, bombs and, and things like that, which is pretty cool. You go around at these, like, stages. Like, everything is presented like you're on, like, a big play or something. And then there's, like, backstage areas and, and stuff like that, which is really cool. And you're fighting, like, other puppets. And, um, the, the art is very, it's so colorful. Like, it almost doesn't look like a Genesis game, if that makes sense. It's like Rocket Knight Adventure, how colorful game that that game is. Um, like, in the soundtrack, like... Like, you can kind of tell it's Sega, but, like, it doesn't have that, like, scratchiness that a lot of Sega music has, you know? Right. A cleaner sound.
3: Actually, I'm looking at it now, you know, it's, uh, you know what else was really colorful? Treasure Land Adventure, starring, uh, Ronald McDonald. Like, it's, uh, maybe just later on in, like, you know, 93, 94, they decided to make some really colorful treasure games. <laughs> it's like, yeah. this system can make a lot of, a lot of bright colors tight. Let's do this thing. You know, Give me Ronald McDonald, give me Dynamite Hetty on the phone. We got games for him. It's going to be good. Uh, who was Dynamite Hetty before this game? Was he a mascot for Dynamite?
1: I don't think so. I think <laughs> just he was kidding. just uh, he was a, mascot <laughs> a for head, head, head and
3: shoulders. a <laughs> mascot for giving head. Uh,
1: oh, yeah, and it's yeah. Dynamite. <laughs> Gave some
3: Dynamite Hetty's.
1: You're guaranteed to explode.
3: <laughs> Ew, <laughs> we're gross. Um, <sighs> yeah, no, he, he uh, looks like a really cute character, and the game looks uh, looks colorful and fun. So, what's I mean, what's like the what's the gimmick of the game? You're throwing your head around or something?
1: Yeah, it's kind of like um, it's kind of like decap attack, except. Um, don't
3: Lose Your Head. Right, okay, that's, that's what I was thinking. I'm like, wait, is this cap Attack? Like, <laughs> that, that was what I was thinking of in my brain. I'm like, he's not a mummy. What was I thinking of? Oh, yeah, that game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you get power-ups and stuff,
1: and um, there's a few areas like Treasure Games where it's like, okay, now, uh, instead of doing these platforms, you're going to do uh, three bosses in a row all of a sudden. Tight. So then, like, you do, like, three bosses... And then you go back to platforming and stuff. You know, it's a typical treasure game, you know?
3: Yeah, I love treasure games, man. They're, uh, they're fun. And colorful and weird and, you know, yeah. Uh, it, it's funny, like, discovering these, uh, you know, later on in life, it's like, was I wrong back in the day? It was like... Was Sega the system to own? Like I was always a staunch Super Nintendo guy in those days, but uh, some of these games have me kind of uh, faltering from that uh, from that viewpoint. Like there was some really weird-ass, unique stuff on Sega, and I kind of wish I had played it. But ah, you know, geez, or maybe I should have moved to Brazil, and I would have, you know, really grown up around this. Like. If I had gone to high school in Brazil, I'd be a much different person. I'd have a rich appreciation for the 90s Master System. And, uh, you know I, don't know, I might be a drug dealer or something. I'm not really sure. But, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, I watched that movie, what City of God. And, you know, like, City of like God like was dope. Seven <laughs> seven <laughs> yeah, so who knows? You know, I'd probably like soccer and Master System and uh, Child Gangs. It'd be the shit. <laughs> Yeah. You, John, <laughs> yeah, you should say something about Dynamite be. A before I get us into a feud with Brazil. <laughs> like, <Yeah.
0: laughs> Game 5. <laughs> Game 5.
4: For this game, uh, one of the leading US players of this series, S2PID, was actually hired by Sega to create a series of tutorials for the English release of this game. Okay. Nobody has answers prepped. Dave,
3: oh, okay, you're the yeah, only yeah. one that presses your answer into your face. It's not that we don't have them prepped. This has been prepped since uh,
4: <laughs> Jesse does his on occasion. <laughs> so we have uh, Jesse with a drawing of a penis and a question mark, while John and John both say Puyo Puyo Tetris, which is correct.
3: Sweet. Man. So.
4: Has anyone but me played Puyo Puyo Tetris?
3: Has anyone but you? That was a weirdly worded question. I have not played Puyo Puyo Tetris. Um, Johnny, have you played Puyo Puyo Tetris? I
2: have not.
3: Jesse, have you played Puyo Puyo Tetris? What is it on? Uh, it's a Switch game. Oh, I'm, yeah,
4: definitely not. Though.
3: Also, PlayStation 4.
4: Oh, yes. Well, actually, and as was I was trying to find trivia, years ago. <laughs> um, I wanted to use this as trivia, but I couldn't find of a way to word this. So people weren't sure if this game was actually going to come outside of Japan, because um, Puyo Puyo isn't super popular outside of Japan. Um, and apparently part of the reason that it got delayed is Ubisoft is a bunch of assholes, Because they have the rights to Tetris, and like once they acquired the rights, every other version of Tetris, like any online version, got pulled and yanked, so they had the exclusive license. So this game wasn't coming out of Japan. But it came out on the PS4 and the Switch because apparently the ubisoft tetris contract was written before those systems were out so they weren't a part of the contract so sega was like fuck it we can release it on that we're gonna do it hmm. um and i'm glad i did because this game is really fun i got it when i first got my switch because it seemed like the perfect kind of game to have on the switch it's a puzzle game it works great in handheld mode you can disconnect the joy cons play two people on the screen it works really well I highly recommend this game for the switch um this was also my first real like exposure to Puyo Puyo um I knew about Puyo Puyo and I had played Dr. Robotnik's nice rice device but I never like played any of the other like sat down and played with them Puyo Puyo is fucking nuts yeah uh, is it
3: has it become nuts? Because it used to, it used to kind of be pretty straightforward. Like it, back in the avalanche no, and bean machine days, it was uh, pretty straightforward. Like rotating colorful goos, uh, puzzle game.
2: You really threw me off of that nice rice device, by the way. <laughs> yeah, I was, I, what? I, was I only gave him half a point
3: because cool. it's Doctor Eggman's nice rice device. Nice rice device. Yeah, <laughs> uh, just like it's uh, King DDD's landslide. But I thought like, that was Fleetwood Mac. <laughs> Landslide by Fleetwood Mac, the Puyo Puyo game.
4: <laughs> like That's the the, one. the game is pretty standard, but there's a story mode. Because um, it's a puzzle game, has a bunch of characters, you can choose your character, they have different like drop rates when you play against them or play as them. Yeah. Okay. So like playing through the story mode and becoming introduced to the Puyo Puyo cast, and it's set in like some Japanese anime high school. So like the main character is this? anime high school girl. Makes sense. Then you meet her friends. One's like super shy and one's super outgoing. Okay, makes sense. And then in comes the martial arts girl who fights with a fan. Okay, a little weird, but I can get behind it. Uh, and then you meet, like, the doctor who is half human, half bear. Sure. And then in comes the witch guy who makes potions and likes candy. That's kind of abstract. Then you fight the devil. Um, in America, he is Dark Prince, but apparently in Japan, he's literally called Satan. Okay. And Japan he's a recurring no character. It's like, <laughs> what the fuck am I even playing?
3: Yeah, no, it's fucking dope, man. Yeah, Japan has no qualms about uh, satanic depictions in games. Uh, you know, I never played, uh, you know, whatever, Devil World or whatever it was for the NES, but there was definitely The Devil. Uh, not to mention Dragon Ball Z, you know, Hercule in America, a.k.a. Mr. Satan in Japan. Uh, and yeah, so I didn't know Satan made an appearance in Puyo Puyo, that's
4: gotta sit well with, uh, with parents. <laughs> like, uh. Yeah, it's, it's very, very strange, but the game itself is pretty fucking cool. Um, cause it's, it's Puyo Puyo, and it's Tetris, um. You can play them separately, you can play them together where they swap back and forth, which is really frantic and fun. You can have one person playing Puyo Puyo, one person playing Tetris. Um, There's a mode that actually combines them, so you can stack up your Tetris blocks and then build your Puyos on top of that. Uh, You can drop Tetris blocks and they kind of like squish down the Puyos.
3: Awesome. So tell us more about the story, man.
4: <laughs> okay. Yeah, there's it's it's actually kind of cool because um No spoilers.
3: Yeah. Please.
4: Okay, no, that's fair. Um the the whole crux of the game there's like some explosion and all of these strange blocks are raining down and people are trying to figure out what happens and then a spaceship lands and all of the Tetris blocks have been personified. As these alien people on this spaceship, so you have like Captain T, and then there's the science officer who's the giant I. Um, there's an S. There's an Are they like those
1: uh, geometric shapes from uh, Aqua Teen Hunger Force.
4: No, they're they're actually <laughs> like they're people. They're just regular people, but they go by the names of like T I O, um, and their costumes uh, like they have the shapes on their costumes and whatnot. That's boring. Um, <laughs>
3: Hop out!
1: <laughs> so, I wanted yeah. like blocks that hop around and yell, you know, crazy stuff.
3: Yeah, and I like think, the well, tall, the four believe, four up piece is like the hero of the game.
4: <laughs> I th- I think O is some weird alien thing that was just like a giant robot block. So you do kind of get that. And I has a dog head for some reason. Mm. Great. Doghead
1: is okay. Yeah,
3: you know, they should have uh, should have crossed over with uh, Box Boy, for the uh, for the one character. <laughs> like, you know, come I would on, love hell out of that. You forgot you forgot your box shape crossover. <laughs> um, yeah. Hmm. Oh
4: man, if we could get a Box Boy Tetris game where you're playing as Box Boy on a Tetris field and you have to make the shapes to throw down.
3: Yeah, that'd be pretty sweet, man. Yeah. Uh, or you gotta avoid making the shapes because they'll kill you by making you disappear. <laughs> like your box boy, and you gotta get through and don't fit into that space, or else those lines are gonna disappear and you're fucking dead. You know.
4: Your goal is to make be the asshole who doesn't make a straight line. Yeah. Just make uh, every other shape.
3: Box boy just loses games of Tetris for people. That's the goal. <laughs> uh that should be that should be a thing. That's you know that's real uh real meta. I like it. But, uh,
4: box boy Tetris. What do I do? Fuck them
3: up. Exactly. Stay in the way. <laughs> um, but yeah, so you got this when Switch Launched. Did you get it a get a physical or digital?
4: Uh, I got the physical copy.
3: Oh, okay. Cause That's see, how this I
4: strikes roll. this
3: strikes me as one of those ones that would make sense as like a digital one. So like, you you don't have to swap it all the time. Like if you if you got like Puyo Puyo on your handheld device, you know, it's like yeah, I want to play that on the train. You know, like <laughs> I want that in there no matter what. Like take a break from this main game, switch over to some Puyo Puyo Tetris. Like, it seems like it would be ready for, like, a short burst. You know. uh.
4: Yeah, I really should have thought of that, but (laughs) when I first got my Switch, I was like, I got my Switch, I'm gonna get Splatoon, I'm gonna get Puyo Puyo, that looks fun, this is gonna be great, bye-bye. And I didn't really think about switching cartridges?
3: Right, yeah. Now I need a carrying case, and I have to be that guy. (laughs) Uh, That actually factors into a lot of my, like, Switch purchasing decisions, you know, like, I didn't really go, you know, digital very much until, you know, like, the Switch. And it's like, well, I want that, but I don't want to have to, like, pop the game out every time. Like, if I'm going over somebody's house and I'm bringing the Switch, I want Mario Kart in it all the time. Like, it just makes sense, (laughs) yeah. So, like, you got to be ready for these situations. Like, I think it was even you who gave me that idea where it's like, yeah, if uh, (laughs) if you get a 3DS, you have to download Animal Crossing because you want it in your 3DS at all times. It's like, that makes sense. (laughs) <laughs> like, it's, uh, you know, it's that killer app. So, you know, Puyo Puyo, not necessarily the uh, Animal Crossing newly for the Switch, but uh, something that, you know, you want in there to be able to, like, just switch to at any time. <laughs> so, you know, shame on you, David, quite frankly, for buying one of those nasty flavored cartridges with Puyo Puyo on it. You know, you foolish, foolish man. How could you?
4: But they look so cute.
3: Exactly. They're, they're so cute, and there's nothing in the box. It's adorable.
4: What do you mean um, flavored? Like um, there are there are graphic, not really graphic filters, but there are filters for the blocks and the buios. So you can you can make the um, Tetris blocks look like gems. You can make them look shiny, metallic, and that kind of thing. Nice. Uh, and I love that one of the filters for the Tetris blocks is you can make them grayscale, like the original Game Boy. And one of the filters for the Puyo blocks is you can turn them into Sonic Heads. <laughs> so it's like Sonic Tails, Knuckles, I think Shadow and Amy.
1: Oh. That's,
3: that's pretty awesome. cool. Yeah. Do the Puyos still just look like the like they look in Mean Bean by default? Like are they still just kind of the jiggly things with maybe some eyes or
4: Yeah, uh, they're still jiggly balls with eyes.
3: Nice. So I like my balls. Um,
4: and there's even there's a stage. Um, and I don't remember exactly what it's called, but it's like a Sega arcade stage where the background makes it look like a Master System like arcade game with this weird castle in the back. And awesome! I'm pretty sure there's a, a Tetris stage that has like the Russian castle.
3: That Master System stage—they put that in there for the Brazil crowd. You know, they really, <laughs> really want the Switch to move down to Brazil. <laughs> so, listen, we love the Master System. Oh yeah, do you like? And why are you trying to sell our poor nation a new console? Why not just put Puyo Puyo Tetris out on the Master System? What's wrong with you people? <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm going to back away from that one. Um, so yeah, cool game, cool tunes, uh, weird devil inclusion.
4: Uh, <laughs> yeah, the cast of the game is fucking insane. I mean, yeah, that's the, the beauty
3: that's the beauty of puzzle games. The cast of puzzle games are always fucking insane. I gotta bust out my copy of fucking, uh, Super Move for the PS2 and remind myself of what weird Japanese, you know, anime cat they had as the mascot for that. Like, oh yeah, none of these characters have anything to do with Move type. (laughs) Like, um, but yeah, awesome pick, man. Uh, good times. So, uh, Johnny, we're in uncharted waters here, man. What does the calculated computer do about a four-way tie? Uh,
2: Let's find out.
0: Calculating computer activated. Computers, beams.
2: Oh, sorry. I was uh, checking up on the chat. What was that? Beeps.
0: Scoring complete.
2: I think uh, in the case of a four-way tie, we have to have a free play. My
3: dad is really passed out on the couch and snoring right now.
4: I'm going <laughs> to go look to your way to get a
0: skincare dress. Oh my god. We need
3: to do a lot more porno-themed trivia. It's
2: free play. It's a free play. Uh,
3: Space. Oh!
0: Uh, Welcome to
2: Game yes, That Tune. Oh yeah, what that one? <laughs>
3: ah, yes. You know that's a great idea, and I think that's a pretty good precedent to set. In the uh, the highly unlikely event that we have a four way tie, it triggers a free play for the next episode. Damn, we just added to the Game That Tune canon, baby. <laughs> that's gonna happen from now on, and it's gonna make scoring all the more important going forward. <laughs> this game is serious, people um cool so uh yeah free play next week cause uh you know we're all uh, nobody's better than anybody apparently at choosing these Sega games um awesome awesome uh awesome night awesome tunes awesome picks and uh what a game so we're back next week with uh whatever the fuck we want and uh yeah thanks to everybody that tuned in with us uh tonight live uh every Wednesday night I'm not going to say uh, what Eastern Standard or Daylight Time. It's just it's 9 p.m. Twitch.tv slash Game That Tune. YouTube.com slash Game That Tune. Facebook.com slash Game That Tune. Catch us live. Uh, we love doing the show. We love uh, chatting with you guys during the show. Uh, catch us in podcast form the following Wednesday mornings. Um, you know, We put a little extra extra production on that podcast, so I think it sounds pretty good. Find us, uh, find us at Game That Tune or in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. And uh, be sure to check out patreoncom Uh It's the home for fun exclusives. We've got uh, you know just a bunch of mixtapes up there. We've got you know new episode ideas that we're working on. We're just about to publish Jesse's new uh, show idea. He's uh, he's doing uh, you know like his special uh, special side project where he talks about video game cover bands. And so we've got a co- you know coming up our first episode, and he's covering naturally for this group, the Neskimos. So we've got uh, some video game cover music coming to uh, patreon.com slash So check it out. Throw us a little bit of money. And uh, special thanks to our Patreon super fan tier producers, Alex Messenger and Lance Revere. You guys are dope, and thank you for everything you do. Um, and yeah, uh, thank you again to our uh, requester uh, at Equitim87 for forcing us into Sonic Forces. Um, you know, if you want to make a request like he did, you can hit us up, gamethattune@gmail.com. at gmail.com, uh, find us on Twitter at gamethattune, and slide into those DMs, or you can find us individually on Twitter, uh, follow me at jgangsta187, follow John Regan on Twitter at jpveganjr, follow David Fleming on Twitter at
4: GFD Fleming.
3: and follow Jesse Moore on Twitter at sega underscore legend, now here's a question for you, Johnny Smart Guy, who plays the bonus tunes when no one wins? <laughs>
2: Hmm. I think
3: um, we just have to fight it out amongst ourselves and figure out what we should do. <laughs> now the question is, who uploaded bonus tunes? I did. I did. I'm t- out. <laughs> yeah. All right. No, no more David. Johnny, you got bonus yeah, tunes. Yeah, I didn't today? have one loaded. All right, so it's me versus Jesse. Uh, you know, Jesse, what do you got for bonus or,
4: tunes? Just say, or you tell us what you have, and John and I vote on. Mm. Uh,
3: mm. Yeah, make your cases, gentlemen. I don't value your opinion.
1: So one of the games I was thinking about picking, I ultimately did not, was uh, the Sega game called Crew Ball, which is a Motley Crue-themed pinball game. (laughs) So I picked uh, uh, the Motley Crue song, Home Sweet Home, except it's done with the Sega Genesis, because that song is on the game.
3: I can't compete with that. I just fell back on my favorite uh, nonsense Sega game. And it's uh Samba de Janeiro from Samba de Amigo.
4: Yeah, oh. <laughs> awesome. you know. yeah, I'm voting Krubal.
3: Yeah, Creaball is. All right, everybody, peace out. Treasure Land Adventure is copyright 1993, McDonald's Corporation and Sega Games Company Limited. Sonic Forces is copyright 2017, Sega Games Company Limited. The Typing of the Dead is copyright 2001, Sega Enterprises Limited. Dynamite Heady is copyright 1994, Sega Games Company Limited. Puyo Puyo Tetris is copyright 2017, Tetris Holding and Sega Games Company Limited.
0: Gory
2: Complete. Oh shit, I do have that loaded, do I?
1: <laughs> oh no! <laughs> oh damn it. I was gonna. The calculating computer broke.
4: <laughs> yeah, you, you <laughs> killed that's it. That's what happens.
2: No, that's not what I wanted either. Yeah. I
4: just. What's
3: happening? What is dude? going on, John? You're playing all your loudest sounds.
0: <laughs>
2: I Tony was gonna Franklin. play a free play jingle and say, "How about we just do a free play when we get a four-way tie?" Um, freeway four play. I mean. <laughs> or four play
0: freeway. that.
3: Uh, so you have no free play jingle loaded up you had this great idea and you cannot follow through on it is that what i'm hearing
1: that's exactly what you're
3: hearing oh boy Uh, johnny 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 you don't want to i mean
4: do we want to use the eight minute jingle from the hundred episode? No. <laughs>
3: God oh, no, wait. let me just let me just find the free play jingle on my computer. Uh hold on. We're running short. We can fucking afford the time to find a free play <laughs> jingle and load it up. Doot, doot, doot. Johnny play him some music. Or in we the can meantime. afford to
4: use the eight minute free play jingle. <laughs>